Well, I am in a lot more pain than I would like to admit right now. From what? I have braces. Braces. Oh, my God. Yeah, we had a conversation about it. I remember, but I just didn't know when. Yeah, I got them yesterday. <laughs> Ow. Your voice has changed. I have like a little bit more of a lisp, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of annoying. It's kind of hot. Oh, you're welcome, listeners. <laughs> oh, my God. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Can We Save the Cat, the weekly writer's room and entertainment podcast where we pick one idea out of the three or sometimes four people on the podcast and choose the idea and see if we can take it and turn it into the next big thing. All right, I'm Justin Eugene. I'm Danny Hanks. I am lover of that intro, Brian Hayes. (laughs) It's so fun. It's just like we're going to throw darts at a giant wall and just see what sticks. Some people come for the intros. It's just so interesting. Keeping it fresh, keeping it real. It's beautiful, Justin. Never let the man, a.k.a. Danny Hanks, get you down. Justin, never change. I'm writer and producer, not actor. I'm a writer-director. Is this how we're doing this? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm a circus instructor. Wait, what's a circus ringleader? You are the ringleader of this podcast. Circus instructor? What the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> like, what? I teach circuses. Oh, my God. I mean, I'm sure somebody teaches that. Yeah, possibly. This is a train wreck. <laughs> Guys, we're crushing That is it. the name of my pitch. Train wreck? It's already been done. Amy Schumer. I'm going to do it better. All right, let's let's jump into some oh pitches. Oh my god. Let's get the circus on the road, am I right, guys? Let's do it. All right, Danny, start us off with your amazing pitch that you've been talking about all week. I haven't been talking about it all week, but yesterday I was listening to a new podcast. Shout out to uh this podcast on Spotify, Suicide. Uh I don't know how new it is, but basically what I didn't know is Suicide is when you fake your own death. So uh, my pitch was going to be a painter who, upon realizing that all the famous artists who actually make money are dead, fakes his own death in order to get famous, and it works. And so he has to, like, live in a modern day and figure out all the fallout of, like, how he's going to make new art while also pretending to be dead. Yeah. So that's uh, that's my pitch. Suicide. It's a story of Tupac. Got it. <laughs> God. Hot takes this morning. Hot takes. (laughs) Uh, Justin, do you want to go? Sure. Going back to a classic, Justin, we're going to go romantic comedy. Two friends meet, become friends. One likes the other, the other one doesn't. Every year we see them re-meet up and they're in different situations and they're never really in a situation where they could date. Big breaking point. One admits that they like the other and like there's a big breakup for the friendship and like Whatever they get together. Classic romantic comedy. Just done in like waves of years. Okay. Cool. So like standard rom-com meets boyhood. Got it. 
<laughs> Which also has a Richard Linklater, like the before series. <laughs> I mean, I have another one, but I don't know if it like fits. No, no, that's good. Okay. Um, well, I'm going to go with uh, Justin. You know, you know what I've been thinking the last few episodes? That I'm better than you? We haven't done enough TV shows. You know, like we need more TV shows, guys. So I'm going to come in with a TV show pitch. And here's the premise. Think lost. Think whatever you want. But the premise is a man wakes up in the middle of the desert with no recollection of how he got there. As he starts walking, he realizes that there are other people in the exact same scenario he's in. That's the entire pitch. Okay. How sunburnt is he? Very. <laughs> or not very at this point. But like, so how long has he been there? Yeah. Like messing with your mind with that. For sure. Maze Runner. I like it. I haven't seen it. I was like, is this just going to be Breaking Bad? <laughs> but I guess no. not. I mean, starting in the desert, but. Tidy whities or boxers? Mm, fully clothed. Makes okay. me think of. Uh, um... But he probably wears boxers. He, he seems like a boxer guy in my head. Gotcha. What's the cult one where everybody's wearing white and they come back? Ku Klux Klan? No. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. No, no. <laughs> I oh mean, my God. The cult is that TV not a cult? show where everybody's wearing white. I feel like there's a lot of cults. The, yeah. Every cult. Uh, leftovers? I mean, there's a cult in the leftovers where they wear white, but that's not like the. It's not a real cult. I, but isn't the leftovers like. The people who are left over after some big, yeah, basically after the rapture, yeah, um, like the it, that okay, are left it made over, me think of and that. Some of them form a, oh, okay, gotcha, okay, yeah, cool. Um, all right, all right. so Justin, you're voting first. Wow, cool. We're going in a weird order, apparently. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Danny is the circus instructor now. <laughs> I don't even remember what Danny's was. Suicide artist fakes his death. Uh, yeah, I think I'll go with that one. I didn't think any of these ideas were amazing. Justin, always bring in the reality the truth? to the room. Uh, wow. I'm going to go with Brian's because I feel yeah. like there's nothing there and you can make it Nothing there and we can make something there. <laughs> Look, I actually thought a really long time about that premise because... I, just, I don't think it's... I don't. I think it could be great, but like there's nothing there. So it's kind of like... Yeah, it's kind of... You do whatever you want. Right! It doesn't mean it I didn't doesn't... want to like pigeonhole it so much. I wanted to create the mystery well, say, around like, it. I thought you... that was a great starting point. And then we could just make the whatever. Screw it. I'm voting for Danny's because I refuse to vote for myself. That's fair. Uh, look, I think they're all great starting points, but neither one of them were like breathtaking. <laughs> yeah, fair. Okay. Su su suicide. 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 Yeah. Wait, was so... it in that one song like su su studio? I don't know what you're saying. I have no idea what song that is. Whatever it is, we don't have the rights for it. So That's fair. Um, okay. So yeah, basically my concept was gonna be something like a guy is a painter, is like living with his sister or something, fakes his own death, the sister helps him out, and then uh I don't know, something happens, somebody finds out, the ex finds out, like his ex finds out, he has to tell his ex. I, that's all I had, really. No, I think the idea is kind of cool. I think, you know, you could have him do it multiple times and get caught. Like, you know, it's something he's like a bad guy that kind of learns that he's like, you know, not supposed to be doing this. You could have it be like, 
he does this uh, to get away with something and finds out he's famous because of it. Like, there's so many avenues. Yeah, it, I think... Like, what what do you want it to be? Do you want it to be a dramedy? Do you want it to be a drama? Do you want it to be... Is there a romance? Like, what is, like... What do you want it to be? I was thinking dramedy. I mean, so one episode of the podcast that I listened to was this comedian guy. or He was more of a, a trickster, like a prankster. And in order to get back at his ex-girlfriend, he faked his own death because she broke up with him. And so then it was in a time where you could get away with it. So I'm trying to think like... Now, what if this painter, whoever they are, is kind of TikTok famous and they have these paintings that aren't very popular. So they do this stunt and they fake their own death and they expect like maybe they're a performance artist as well. And so they think that they're going to come back from it. But then their paintings start selling for so much money because they get so famous. They're like, oh, my God, like I can't. I just need to now say that I had these this backlog of paintings. And so he and his sister fake like, oh, as I was cleaning out his apartment, I found a room full of his stuff, right? And he has to like move into her basement and live wearing like sunglasses because everybody recognizes him because he's a TikTok star, you know. It's a tough one because, I mean, I think in our current environment, it's going to be hard to sell suicide in a funny way. Like, because like he's going to have to do it and then we're going to have to make fun of certain things. Like, it's going to be a touchy one. It might be right. easier to do it as, like, he has to fake his suicide to get away or out of something. Like, he does it to protect himself. And then... Well, so here's the thing. He doesn't necessarily have to fake a suicide. He could fake a murder or an accidental death. And that could be part of it is one of the, if we wanted to make this a TV show, the C-plot is the police investigating this alleged homicide that you know the sister is a, is a quote-unquote witness to and could you do it where like somebody hacked him and said he was dead and he by the time he got his account back he realized he was famous and he was like maybe i should just stay this way and it's not really him faking it it's just him like taking advantage of the situation real quick is this a tv show or movie i don't know if we're there yet uh, for me right now it's a movie yeah, I think right now it's a movie. I think if we add a bunch of complications, it can be a TV show, a limited series. Mm. Okay. Um, but I mean, that's the way I would go. I think somebody hacked his profile. He couldn't get into it. And one of the things I did was like saying he's dead and it became like it went viral that he's he died doing a painting. Okay, concept. He posted on like his TikTok that he took like a retreat or whatever, an artist's retreat. And maybe mm-hmm. maybe he's a painter, maybe he's a writer, whatever. So completely goes off the grid for like a week. And in this week that he's gone, there is a like somebody does hack him and is like, haha, like I'm dead or whatever. And there's this viral conspiracy that he's died. And it turns out that like maybe it was his sister that like did this prank of like, I'm dead. You really hate his sister, huh? <laughs> Jesus. I mean, like, what if she's Coming what if she's her. the mastermind behind this? And she's like, look, I did it as a joke, but now that it's working, we can't go back. Like, you're selling so much. Or his roommate. It doesn't even have to be his sister, but, like, somebody that needs him to make the money. So, for me, I like that premise. Um, he goes off the grid. While he's gone, he's hacked. I think it's just random hackers. Or if we did a TV show. Yeah, if you did a TV show, you could go into more than the hacking. But I think it's random and it becomes viral. Well, so, yeah, I think 
in my mind, it's a TV show. At the end of the first episode, like he's on this retreat, he comes back and he discovers that he's dead. In the second episode, if he is an artist or something, let's say he's got, I don't know, a few hundred thousand, like big enough to where he has like a manager and the manager is basically like, this is working for us. We're selling more than we've ever sold before. Because at first I was like, he's very, he's very much a megalomaniac, right? Like he does this on his own accord, but now I'm liking the idea that he's kind of reluctantly thrown into this and all the people around him, his team are like, no, you gotta, you gotta keep up this charade, you know, facade, whatever, um, that this is going on. Now, how can we get you to create more, Art, And then we say that maybe we found like a stash of what you had to kind of keep this going. Yeah. And so then I've already got season two. And then season the end of season one is like you discover that it wasn't just a random hacker. It was somebody like his roommate or sister or somebody that created this for him. I think season two, we introduce his twin, which is basically him dyeing his hair. Oh, yeah. That would be funny. (laughs) Absolutely hilarious. Yeah, that would be funny. Say that, or or you could even say that his twin died, and that's where the confusion came because he was off the grid. Or, no, I think the manager I, tells him we got to get you back on, but like let's invent a twin, and right. like it's not even real. Like he is playing the character of his twin. Yeah, yeah. And then I feel like the comedy's easier and not like as sensitive. Right. Agreed. I think it's like a more sharp comedy, kind of like uh, Silicon Valley or yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Silicon Valley. Yeah, it's not like just super comedic. It's it's very straight, but it, it plays to some comedic moments for sure. Very okay. dry. Yeah, very dry. Thank you. So the issue that I was taking with the random hacker was that it almost seemed too coincidental. But if that is a plot line of season one, like he's trying to figure out who staged his death in the first place. See, I don't so, think he is season one. I think that's like a further season. To, like at the end of season one, our big shocking reveal is that it was somebody that he knew. Or like maybe he starts getting drip clues throughout. I almost like, think the I think we finished season one letting the audience know it's somebody. Right. Yeah. And not him. Fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That way it, it leads a plot point for like the long haul. Like I feel like some TV shows are great because like the bad isn't figured out until like you really want them to. But the audience knows. So my brain goes to we end the pilot with us knowing that it's somebody who intentionally staged his death, but him not knowing. So I think the pilot would be really funny that he sets up this thing, goes away. We establish the roommate character, the manager and they're kind of like dealing with all his affairs all this stuff and then at the end of episode one he like shows up at the door and the roommate's like what the fuck (laughs) like the end of just the pilot is like him opening the door and they've all grieved him and then the start of or i guess the end of the pilot kind of near the near the last act is the manager being like this is working for us we need to keep you dead yeah what about like a uh, plot twist there? Like instead of like the audience finding out who hacked it, we trick them and we have the, we have like the PA be like, I can't believe that actually worked and make the audience assume it's the manager. Yeah. And you can play with that on the back end of it. I mean, I would just kind of drip it throughout the season that he's looking for this person and people are like, why are you even worried about this? Like, don't push, don't try and figure it out. Basically, I like the idea of him kind of being a puppet to all these people. And one, he doesn't realize it. And two, 
he's trying to figure things out, but they're just trying to keep him straight on this path, you know? I don't know if that makes sense. So concept, what if he goes on like a wilderness retreat, right? And the reason why everybody presumes that he's dead is because a John Doe is found. That's the same age, same whatever. Everybody assumes that it's him. It goes public, was identified as blah, blah, blah. And it turns out, you know, we end up learning that somebody that he knows identified him as this body, even though it wasn't him, just to keep it a secret. But that's part of his uh, conundrum for the season is like, even though he's so famous, like, who was this person that they found? And so he's kind of trying to sleuth on the side, give somebody some closure of like, there was this man that died. (laughs) Yeah. Who was this man? And the more that he looks into it, I think a, a good C plot is there's one police officer who isn't convinced. Mm-hmm. Right. So you have the A plot is trying to sell his art and stay dead. B plot is his interpersonal conflict living this like second life and trying to not reveal who he is. Like maybe there's a romance. And B plot also him trying to find out who the real body was. C plot is the police officer who doesn't entirely buy that it was this kid, the same guy. And I think you could play with darker elements and drier elements and maybe have, you know, people trying to extort him because they understand like what is actually happening. Oh, and then yeah. You have other, and then you have some of them coming up missing and you have basically his team is trying to get to the top no matter what it takes. They see this as a great opportunity and they're not going to let anybody stop him. And he's all the while just kind of being drug along. And I think you could have some great filler episodes where, like, you have a filler episode where there's a group of, like, young TikTokers that think he's alive and they're, like, trying to, like, I think that conspiracy theory that. I think that's better than the police officer for the C-plot. We kind of go in the direction of the Netflix series Don't Fuck With Cats. Is it called Don't, don't Fuck With Cats? I saved cats, Danny. I don't fuck with them. But basically, there were these online sleuths who found this man who was murdering cats on the internet. And so I do think that, like, a number of people can band together for sure. Online, and that's going to be our, our C-plot. Yeah, I think, I mean, it makes sense. It's relevant. It's fun. But yeah, I mean, weirdly enough, I feel like we have our show. I know. I mean, yeah, we could get into it a little bit more, like, as far as characters go, um, because we have him, and we keep talking about his team. But I guess a couple of things that I want to iron out, since we sure. do have some time, is... How big is this guy? And what is his, like we say artist, are we talking an actual artist? Are we talking a musician? Are we talking like, what are we talking in that realm? This is my pitch for him. He is a, let's say, famous enough to have a blue check mark, but not famous enough to like have sponsors. So I'd say like 700,000 followers on TikTok. He's a painter, uh, but he does like urban, like fun art. He kind of like does it quickly on uh, Instagram or TikTok or whatever, that's kind of their situation. Maybe they're selling some of them. Maybe they just started doing it kind of like newish, but that's kind of like the gold is like all that stuff. Uh, The manager is managing a bunch of different people, but thinks this person has something different from all his artists and like just needs a way to find a way to make money off of him because he's making a good percentage of this person versus the other. See, I think it's more of an entourage type situation where I think he is like a budding, yeah, painter on TikTok. I mean, if he has 700,000 followers, he's going to have some endorsements and stuff. But yeah, I agree. He's probably 
lower than what... You could have a million to get endorsements on TikTok now. Wow. Yeah, that just seems like a heck of a lot for people to... I would still go lower. I would go like maybe 250, 300,000. And then he shoots up into the multi-millions after this. But I think his team is just a group of people that are like his friends and have been around him. Um, because he is a painter and he is on TikTok. Like, I don't think he's going to have a super agent or anything like that at that point. Um, I mean, but he'd have a manager. Yeah, but I think it's like f- people that he knows. Okay. So I'm going to steal something from Justin's pitch because I think that it would actually work really well. I think that it would be really good if he, maybe he's like a cartoonist or something that is up to date and relevant. So like he does a lot of fan art or something that deals with the present because then one of the big conflicts could be like there's this big Stranger Things season three release and he wants to do art for that, but he wouldn't technically be alive for it. So then they have to go back and manufacture that like, oh, yeah, the lie is that he was in talks with them for it already and knew about it or this was just, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. There's a really famous artist, um, Boss Logic, that does a lot of new release like films and TV shows and stuff like that in nerdcore. Um, He'll do paintings for them, digital art for them. And so it could be something like that situation where we have like a Boss Logic type artist who, yeah, is like Stranger Things season, wouldn't it be four or whatever? Um, Yeah, whatever. But yeah, he's doing stuff like that because like, these companies aren't going to care, right? Like if he's alive or dead, like it only helps more, more viewers means better for them. So anything coming out in the next like six months, they could be like reaching out to and be like, Hey, our client's really not dead. Like we can make these for you and just say that he was working on them prior to his death, et cetera. Yeah. And then that's how they're kind of like trying to capitalize on it. But I do think like, it's like a close group of people around him that he's trusted his whole life. That's why he's so inclined to just believe everything that they're saying then obviously our season one twist that we know from kind of the beginning or at least the midpoint is that one a member of his team is the one that originally set this all up yeah okay so i think we as far as characters we have him we're gonna have the roommate we're gonna have the manager i think we're definitely gonna need to have like a love interest like yeah somebody that he that's another tiktok artist for sure Maybe another TikTok artist, but I was thinking like, is it somebody that he was previously involved with or is it somebody new? No, I think it's got, it's either got to be somebody that he was previously involved with or it's got to be somebody that- He met on the retreat? Or- I think it's a TikTok artist he met on the retreat. Or I think it's somebody that he finds like a place of solace that he can go to, right? So he finds like- Let's just say he's out in California. He finds a little bar off of the PCH that he drives to every now and then just to get away whenever he has to get out of the house, but it's nowhere that nobody would know who he is. And he meets somebody at this like hole in the wall restaurant or bar that he can can sort of confide in because she's not really into TikTok or not really super into social media. So she has no social media. I mean, she could, yeah, she could have it, but just not be as like in depth on it as he is for sure. And not really be as like clued in. Yeah. I think it needs to be somebody new because I think the thing, like part of the funny bit could be like, 
he wasn't that into the relationship anyway. Like he was going to break up with this girl. So like his death kind of helped him in that way. Um, And also popularizes stuff so that there's even more backlash when it turns out that he's alive. And she's like, oh, my God, you let me believe that you were dead. What? (laughs) What? What in the world? Um, But no, I think that the new person could be that they don't have um, any social media or it could be that he's like using a completely different identity to try to date this person and bring her into his life by also keeping up this wall of like, I can't tell her who I am. Could be a combo of, the, of, of both of them. Like she could also, it could turn out that she's a really big fan of his art and that's part of the problem. I feel like there are two ways that you could go with it. Either she's on social media and she's like a big TikToker and she knows everything that's going on or she's off social media and that's why he thinks that it's okay to date her. But either way, I don't think he's going to tell her. I think Justin likes that she's a TikTok star. I like that she's not. So, Danny, I think it's going to come down to your decision on it. I like- Third option. Okay. Is the manager his friend? Yeah, I think they're all like his friends. I think friends. so. I think yeah. the manager's like probably a younger manager. I was going to say, the manager could have an assistant or something that could be his love interest and like that helps him find out like they kind of maybe know who did it or give it I just in- think if it's somebody that's not clued in. But if the manager is his friend, then like I think you got to go with like an outside person, either a new person at the bar I think the non-social media person is probably easier to write. Well, I think the TikTok star has more potential to have fun, dramatic things to it. Because at the end of the day, like, she would know he's alive and she would have access to, like, spill the tea whenever she wanted. I think here's what you do. You do that the ex is a TikToker and at some point finds out and then is holding that over his head. You do that the new girl is a... Regular person. Is a regular person who like has some social media but like isn't really into it and so his problem is he has to like keep her from getting more into social media basically you could also so that's exactly what i was going to say the ex is the one that's into tiktok and yeah. she that way she can kind of hold it against him whenever she finds out that he's alive and then two the new girl she I don't know that she ever wants to get into social media or he's trying to prevent her from getting into it but somehow she finds out because like this guy is now millions of followers and everything. And so her people that she knows are just like, it's going to leak eventually down to her. And then so yeah. she has to deal with this. Idea. She has a piece of his art and doesn't even know it. Yeah, I think that's it. Like she has a piece of his art and she doesn't even know it. And then one of her friends is like, you know, that artist died, right? And she's like, oh, my God. He like yeah, my boyfriend. My boyfriend thinks this piece is really amazing. Yeah. <laughs> my boyfriend drew me something just like it. I think she finds out and then there's a conflict, like a strife between that relationship that we think is like a perfect relationship. Now there's drama created from that. Like she found out and she didn't like that he – she could be very much the moral conscious of our show and therefore understanding what he's doing ticks her off incredibly, right? Like it's this idea that – Two quick things. One, I think that what you could do is that in this new persona that he's trying to live, like, I think he changes his appearance and, like, tries to just live like a normal person, right? Go out as little as possible. Try not to get noticed. Like, wear color contacts, weird stuff like that. And he, to this new girl, he draws her art, but he's like, oh, it's just a hobby of mine. And so when she finds out that this other artist died... She's like, oh, my God, you're so good. You could make a living out of this. Like, you could be like this guy. 
And so that's part of the conflict because now she's looking more into this other artist that he draws really similarly to, not knowing that it's the same person. And then I do think that for the um for the people who who's leading the charge on like whether or not he's dead, I do think that the ex gets involved at some point. Like I don't mm-hmm. know if she's leading the charge from the get-go, but no. I do think that she gets involved because there is one of his biggest fans being like, I don't think he's dead. And then they hit her up and they're like, well, did you ever see the body? Were you invited to the wake? You know, and basically then she starts getting suspicious. Yeah. And I definitely, I don't even think it's the manager that's leading this. I think to Justin's point, it could be like an assistant to the manager that's kind of on the outskirts of this friend group, this like tight knit group. Do what? Dwight Schrute. Dwight Schrute, assistant to the manager. It could be somebody like that that creates this viral thing that happens, but the manager is like not not letting it stop, you know? They're they're not not capitalizing on this situation. Oh, for sure. Yeah. The manager is just like, well, this is happening. We're doing it. Yeah. So it seems like we have our groups of people. Like we have him, the roommate, the manager, the ex, the new girl, and then some internet sleuth. And those seem like our main six. Yeah, I think I'm good now. I think we fleshed out the characters a little bit more, and that way we can, uh, yeah, I I like this a lot. Yeah, I agree. And we'll be right back. Danny's going to go off and do the logline while Brian and I decide to make up a title. When we get back, Danny will pitch the logline, and we'll go around the virtual room to decide if we're going to save the cat or scratch it. All right, Danny, we'll see you in a bit. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder, as always, that these podcasts are for entertainment purposes only. These ideas are fresh, new, and sometimes submitted by you. Anything said is not meant to infringe on the copyright of any existing work of art, and everything is thought of during this show without any previous influence. If it sounds like something you've already seen or heard, what can I say? That's Hollywood, all out of fresh ideas. Thanks, and enjoy. And we're back. Danny's going to pitch the log line where to go around our virtual room here and decide if we're going to save the cat or scratch it. All right, Danny, whenever you're ready, take it away. Hashtag dead is a dark comedy series. A TikTok artist goes viral after being declared dead. But when he comes home alive from his off the grid retreat a few days later, his manager convinces him to lean into his own faked murder and keep playing dead in order to stay famous. I'll start. Uh, I save it. Um... It's weird to me where to put it on a platform. My initial thought process, it's like a great YouTube show. But I think if like Production Valley was good enough, maybe like an HBO Max. But I think you'd really have to have like the actors and the the production value to make it like a bigger show. But I do like it a lot. I think it'd be really fun. And I think you could go comedy wise, dark or just depends how it's written there. Uh, But yeah, I save it. Yeah. I save it too. I agree. I think that it would be a really good like YouTube red Instagram TV short series. I mean, like if Quibi were still a thing, I'd say it's a shoe in for Quibi, but I save it. And I still think that it does have potential for somewhere like maybe a Netflix as a 20 minute little series. I save it. Awesome. 
Yeah, I save it as well. I actually kind of disagree, though, because I 100% see this as like an HBO show. I think it fits right in that Barry Silicon Valley kind of dark comedy vibe with some other things at play within it. So yeah, I I save it 100%. I really like it. I like where we took with it. And I like that we have two to three seasons of material all ready to work with. So yeah, we're really good at TV. I don't know if you noticed this, Brian. We're crushing TV lately. I mean, TV lands next. <laughs> Coming for you. Awesome. All right. Well, let's uh, finish it up like we do er a week with a what are you watching? I'm going last. All right. I'll start us off. Um, I actually am a little late to the party, but I have been binge watching uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It is the new Disney Plus Marvel series and the MCU. Uh, Really, really well done. Really good. Kind of like, I'm sorry, my little soapbox is you can't convince me that these Disney Plus TV shows couldn't have been a movie. Um, There's a lot of filler in there. It's overall very entertaining, especially as a Marvel fan. But there's a lot of filler. These could have been a movie. That's all I'm going to say. Falcon and the Winter Soldier, though, very good. Not quite as good as WandaVision so far, but like I said, I'm not quite done yet. But I think that's fair. Yeah. Um, I don't watch any of them, so (laughs) I wouldn't know. But there are definitely things where I'm like, this could have been a movie. But then I ask myself, would I have watched it if it was a movie? Probably not. I Um, like movies more than TV shows. So I'm weird. See... I think that the future is going to be limited series. Yeah, that's fair. Like end of the effing world, you know, that could have been a movie, but in 20 minute snippets might as well just have it be uh, a series. Yep. So on theme with today's episode, still binging criminal minds. (laughs) I'm the worst guys. I just set up in the background, three episodes of criminal minds right before I go to sleep, you know, it's fine. Perfect. I can clean my house. I can play with my pet rats. I can do whatever. Murder in the background. I'm all set. So that's what I've been watching. More Criminal Minds. Wow. JJ and Spencer forever. Yes. Spence. Matthew Gray Goobler. Love me. <laughs> all right, Justin. Um. So I, I went last because I had to look. I forgot the name of the show I had watched. I finished the whole series. <laughs> nice. It's called The Irregulars. Okay. It's a new show on Netflix where it's, I was very confused what it was at first, but it's basically Sherlock Holmes and Watson have like these little kids that are like homeless kids that help them solve crimes in the books and I guess in some of the TV shows and they're called the Irregulars. So I guess they made a TV show about these kids, which I'm not going to lie to you. If this is a show for kids, it is so effing messed up. Oh my God. I watched and I was like, I was like, I think it's supposed to be a kid's show, but I was like, there's so much murder and drama and sex and death. It's like, holy shit. That's really funny. It's like built like an adult show, but like focused on like homeless teenagers. Interesting. It's like that one pitch we did a while back. But overall, it's if you like Sherlock Holmes, you might not like it because he's not putting the best light ever, but like overall, it's a decent show. I love anything Sherlock Holmes. So you're saying I wouldn't like it? I, I would. I would like you to watch it and tell me how you felt about it. There was thing. There was elements in that where I was like, I get what they're doing here, but like now I'm like judging Sherlock way more than I usually do. Interesting. Uh, 
and they really took a big twist with the uh they took a big twist with watson so it was very interesting to go with that okay i'll have to check it out because yeah i actually really will watch anything sherlock holmes yeah to me the best is still uh the bbc one sherlock oh yeah brenda dirt cramples cranch and uh bilbo baggins yeah sure yeah that's the best one yes Oh, I wish y'all understood memes. Bagpipes, Cabbage Patch. I'm too old for that. Uh, hey, but yeah. I played into it. It took me a second, but I did play into it. <laughs> I appreciate that. Awesome. Cool. So the Irregulars, uh, continuation of Criminal Minds, I guess. And so Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That's what we're watching. And we also have three saves for dead. Hashtag dead. Uh, we want to thank you all so much for listening, tuning in, however you get your podcasts into your ears. We appreciate you doing it for this episode. Uh, as always, I am Brian Hayes. You can find me at Redacted. Also, feel free to follow the podcast, if you're not already, on Instagram or Twitter at CanWeSavePod. Yeah, you can find and follow me at OfficialDannyHanks on Instagram and at Danny underscore Hanks on Twitter. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Justin Eugene. Feel free to DM me with if you have any questions or ideas for the show, because sometimes, but probably never, I run out of ideas. So maybe I'll need one of yours. You know what? Take that back. DM Brian and Danny. Lately, they've been using them. So yeah, we have. Yeah, Justin. only because Justin refuses to. He's too full of himself. That is highly correct. I'm always full. Chipotle, feel free to sponsor me. Justin also hasn't won a pitch since uh, The Cellar Door, which was literally just a title. So if anybody needs help. (laughs) Sometimes we got to be charitable, my friends. Oh, my goodness. I do believe our last guest episode, she chose mine, though. So I feel like that's like Mm, a win. I do believe that that episode is going to air after this one. So I'm going to have to edit this. (laughs) Son of a bitch. (laughs) I do feel like I am soon going to win an episode. (laughs) All right. Thank you all so much for listening. Have a great rest of your day. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday.